Hi, you are listening to Beyond Cheat Face Podcast. I'm actually excited because this is the first official video and regular episode. So if you're listening to this, go on to YouTube, my channel. You already know. I'm going to link it in the description. And who who's my special guest? Who am I here with? Hi, I'm Bridget, um, at Bridget Vong on TikTok. Um, <laughs> I'm a... I'm a TikTok content creator, and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You are very welcome. Uh, okay, let's let's get into it. We are going to dive right in because what else are we going to talk about? So I have a bunch of questions prepared, as always, because who would I be if I already don't have things pre-planned out? I love it. So... Um, the first thing I want to get into, how did you get started? Um, in my content journey? Yes. Uh, it's actually a very unique story and it's kind of a funny one. I moved to Toronto a year ago in July. Um, I was, me and my ex-boyfriend were breaking up and he was helping me move in. And I had like a hundred followers on TikTok at the time. It was like nothing. <laughs> and we were having our final goodbye and my marketing delusional brain is like, oh, I want to film this. I don't know if you've seen this video. This is like, this is like what got me there. Um, I filmed it and our final goodbye was like very genuine, very intimate. And I went to bed that night and I woke up with 25,000 followers. And the video I think now is at like 13 million views. And Okay. It okay. Was like, <laughs> it was surprising. I didn't expect it, but it was just like, it blew up. Some people were like, what the heck? Like, why would you film this? And other people were like, thank you so much for sharing like your story. I can't wait to see like your journey. So I kind of took it and I ran with it. And that was kind of like my thing. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Uh, advice for people who are worried about posting. Oh my gosh. I am this, this I can answer really confidently. <laughs> you don't just do not give a fuck about literally anyone else other than you that's the key. Like I was posting videos at the time of me like crying chronically online. Like my content started as like breakup and healing and like my self love era. And I was like hard, like imagine going through like a huge breakup and being like, like in front of 25,000 people and just like sharing your fucking like Noted. broken Continue heart. Continue crying thing. on the internet like Trisha Paytas. True. Exactly. That's a big thing. Like People love intimate, genuine moments and they love genuine people. So you just can't give a fuck what anyone thinks because at the end of the day, you're doing it for you and people can sense when you're doing it for you. And they love that. People love to cheer on people who like do it for themselves. Like Monet, like Monet just was like doing it for the plot and like she just like popped off because people can sense that type of like genuine authenticity. And I think... I've grown my community to just under a hundred thousand people. And I think that is from, I know that that is from just me showing up as myself, like not trying to be a clean girl, not trying to be this, like just starting and posting. And I don't know, like being yourself because who really cares? Like when you're a millionaire, like who do you care about the people from high school? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Like that's not relevant. Alrighty. So, yeah. Um, do you see yourself doing this long-term? I think that's the biggest question everyone has for people who are in influencers and content creators. Like, are you going to do this forever? Are you, my favorite, get a real job. 
Um, am I going to do this forever? I currently love what I do. I don't do it full time because I like the chaos of like doing multiple things at once. And I think, I don't think long-term enough to know if I want to do it full time because I'm just like delusional and I just kind of like ride the wave. (laughs) Like, I'm just like, okay, like what's next month look like? What's the month after? Like, I think it's extremely sustainable if you have the work ethic and the discipline. And I know myself enough to know that like, I don't always have that and I'm not secure enough to be able to do that, but it's definitely something I'm working on. I think there's a lot of money in it and a lot of like growth and connections. So if someone's considering doing it full time, it's an amazing opportunity. And if you have it, you should take it. I think for me, I'm like working on the mindset hurdle of like getting over the fact that like it's a completely, you're your own boss. Like it's its own field. It's, it's different. And, um, yeah, I think it's, it's an amazing journey and I'm just excited to ride it out like month by month, year by year, like, and see where it goes. A slay. A slay <laughs> if you will. Influencer culture. Let us dive in to what every single person on the outside looking in wants to know when it comes to the Toronto, Tor- you got to say it properly. Yeah. You got to say it properly. Toronto, Toronto influencer culture. What are your thoughts on it? Like, we all know that some people say that it's like the best and you can meet your best friends. Yeah. And other people say that it's like high school and some people have never left this is the glory days and the best years of their life. I have lots of opinions on the influencer culture in Toronto. <laughs> um, I'm an Asian woman. I have dark skin. I'm not a tiny, skinny, little white woman. Um, and I love that about me. I'm like so proud of who I am and the fact that I get these opportunities for looking how I look and being who I am. Um, I think the culture is a lot more smoke and mirrors than like, I think the majority of Toronto understands. And I feel like once you're in it, you're like, oh, this is actually not that exciting. It's not that entertaining. People like kill to be at specific events and, you know, get specific deals, but it's a lot more smoke and mirrors than I think people talk about. And I work on both ends of influencer marketing as a creator, but also as someone who searches for creators. And so I see both ends of it. And I think that it's not luxurious. It definitely, <laughs> like, it's a lot of work. And you're when you go to events, it sounds cool, but you're, like, trying to meet people. And you're trying to, like, put your name out there. But you're also fighting your fucking social anxiety. Like it's I think like, people forget that it's a job. 100%. Like, and I heavy on when I say people forget it's a job, I think sometimes content creators and influencers forget it's a job. Yeah, I can see that. Like, it's tough. Like, some people treat it like it's a fun party, um, which it definitely can be. Like, you should 100% romanticize these amazing opportunities, but it is 100% a full-time job. Like, it's not just showing up and putting on an outfit, but it's you're creating content, you're filming it, you're concepting it, you're meeting people, you're following up with them, you're, like, trying to make connections. It's a lot. You still have to edit it. I think people forget, like, yeah. you don't just go and someone else does it for you. No, yeah, you're your own fucking business. And, like, I have a very marketing brain, so everything I do is very strategic in that sense. Um, and props to the girls who just, like, YOLO it. <laughs> I YOLO a lot of my life. But, like, to build a sustainable brand, I think being really intentional is 
part of the job. And when you get to these events, it's a lot of just like people taking photos and not talking to each other or like staying in their groups. Heavy, heavy on the not talking to each other. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like the high school lunchroom and you're one of those, you know, coming of age movies yeah. where you have your little tray and you step out yeah. and there's oh all gosh. of these different tables 100% and that. you're just sitting there and you're standing there and you're like, I don't know where I fit in. Exactly. Do I go with, and lots of times you are the only person sometimes in the room who looks like you. Oh my God. 100%. Like, as much as these brands preach yeah, diversity, diversity. <laughs> and inclusion, when you go to these events in Toronto, you don't see diversity and inclusion. You see the same... Like, people. You see the same girl. Yeah. Like, you see the same, same girl, different font. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's that's, like, something a lot of people don't see is all of the anxiety that is, like, comes from one person. It's going to the event is so much anxiety, especially if you go alone. And you're like, okay, I know no one's going to look like me. Like, I know um, what the event is going to be like. I know who's going to be there. And I'm just not them. And, like, that sucks. Like <laughs> Me literally just bringing my mom because I'm just like, you yeah. know what? At least this is someone I am comfortable around. And if no one's going to talk to me, my mom will talk to me. Right? She doesn't have a choice. Exactly. She gave birth to me. <laughs> so she's so here. She's here. She's going to talk to me. Because other than that, it's daunting. It's, it's daunting. Scary. It's yeah. very triggering for my anxiety. And... I just, I'm not an extroverted person. And then it's also a job and work. I know people think that it's like a socializing thing. Yeah, like But you're party. still, yeah, you're still built. You have to build that relationship 100%. with a brand. You have to get that brand awareness out. And then you have to post about it. And then making sure that you're getting a good enough footage and the lighting. Everything. And all of this kind of stuff. It's still a job. And On I think, top of your social anxiety. Yeah. Like that's, it's a lot of work. We're literally going home afterwards and just knocking out. Oh yeah. I'm just like, well, that's enough socializing for one day. I decompress and it's like, I think, uh, I don't know if I'm jumping too ahead of myself, but something I did this week, I had an event where it was no plus ones, which doesn't often happen. Usually they want more people to fill a room. They'll bring a plus one, but this event was no plus ones. So everyone had to go alone and I was seeing online, everyone doing like a get ready with me, talking about how nervous they were. And I was really nervous. I hate going to events alone, but I was like, you know what? we're going to be fucking delusional today. We're going to walk into that room. And this was a beauty event. It was so makeup-y, like so full of who I knew would be there. And I'm like, I'm not them. Like I, my dress is from Sheen. It's $5. Like these heels hurt. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's you so have to, you always have to be on. You have to dress the part. Of course. It's like, I always feel thing. like as a black woman, I always have to be overdressed. Like I need to be overdressed because I don't ever want it to be that I didn't take this event seriously. And I, yeah. the brand and the PR agency yeah. and whoever it is. And the other creators. Yeah. Like, they didn't think that I just like rolled out of bed, but it's interesting. I think sometimes being in that culture from the outside looking in it's very tunnel vision it is so if you are someone I just call it like a lurker you kind of just lurk on the outside you don't actually know what it is until you're in it yeah it's glamorized it's smoke and mirrors like all my friends who I bring as plus ones like they're they're actually over the events like they're like I don't want to go because it's just you guys still standing in the biggest your own thing the biggest thing I realize is like you don't want to meet your idols yeah, you're that's going a big to one. be you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be let down, and the person, the yeah. online persona is that not, you have yeah. fallen in love with, is not actually the person that you are following. Yeah, almost never, especially because think about the fact that we're all you know in our twenties, or like I'm sure there's even younger creators, and like think about how much of that ego goes to their head when they have this huge following, and like the way they show up in person is like 
they're delusional, but not yeah. in a good way. Like, yeah. it's, it, it's toxic. It's toxic. And I feel like yeah. not enough people talk about the toxicity of it all. Oh, and yeah. that it's draining and it's lonely. And I say this all the time to my friends. I'm like, lonely. I know that from the outside, it seems like, oh my gosh, you're getting all of this free stuff yeah. and products. But I'm like, it's lonely. Like sometimes I just want to make actual friendships where- And community. Yes. Like, how, how, how enriching would that feel if you like- Where you feel supported, I where know. you can talk about, hey, I feel like I'm not good enough. And it's not that I'm not good enough, but I feel like you never get to celebrate the milestone because it's never big enough. There's always that, a brand and a yeah. company and someone who's like, no, 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 you need, to, you need to do more. And you don't get to fully appreciate what it is you're going through now yeah. because you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. You're waiting for that bad news. You're yeah. waiting for that brand, that content, exactly. that this to happen where you're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. You never get to fully be in the moment never. and be like, oh my gosh, that video hit a million views. Like you don't see a million people. Um, it's insane. I, I made a video on this very recently and I called it my rat race era because it is, you work for something and you work for it and then you get it and you're like, okay, what's the next thing? And it is this fucking hamster wheel of overworking yourself I feel and like that's like, why I'm always burnt out. Yeah. And you don't celebrate your wins. Nope. Like, I know I don't like, and <laughs> I'm like, always like, okay, um, that's cool. Let me, let me work on something else. Exactly. What's next? Like, I'm like, I hit 15,000 subscribers. It didn't, it, it, it didn't even like, it didn't, I didn't comprehend it because yeah. I'm like, okay, next 20, Which, next, next 30, that's next. Me. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this, this, like this video did this. Like I want to hit this amount of followers, but. And I know I'm not the only one because one of my really like good and best friends, she's like, Nika, I'm struggling. Like my videos are only getting 200 views mm -hmm. and these brands are offering me pennies to be like, well, this is what you're worth. Yeah. And then you start to equate your worth to, to the numbers, value yeah. and what brands and PR agencies. And I know. I don't want to blame them. I don't think it's their fault. At the end of the day, they're doing their job. Yeah. But I feel like if the shoe is on the other foot, it wears you down. It 100% does. It feels and you so can't, shitty. It, it, that's just, it, that's weird. let's call it what it is. It makes you feel shitty. Yeah. And where do you go from there? I had this thing happen recently where I knew I was the perfect fit for this um, campaign. They reached out to me. It was this huge campaign and I was going to be, it was about being like a, like a first generation immigrant. Like I was like going to be so proud talking about finances and learning things. And I was so excited and proud and they came back and they were like, actually we're going to go with someone else. And I was. No, you literally depressed. have to laugh. You literally have to laugh. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's horrible. You should not be laughing when this happens, but sometimes you're you, just like, you wait fuck. for it. Yeah. You start, you start in your mind to have that Delulu moment where you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to like, this is going to push me. Yeah. And you're like, so proud. Like I was so excited. And you get hype and you're yeah. like, oh my goodness, but like, no. this is it. Like, this is the part in my career and where I work for that it's going to happen. And then you get that reply and you feel your stomach drop. Yeah. And it's, I want, and it just like. And that is the part where we don't celebrate our wins because we're so focused on our losses. Like yep. while that was happening, I had amazing things happening, you know, elsewhere, brand opportunities, like great giftings, great events coming up. And I just like only could care about the fact that like this one specific thing wasn't going how I wanted. So like you have to be aware to like pull yourself out of it and be like, bro, celebrate the present. Like you have so much shit going on. Like you should be so excited. I think sometimes though we don't hear it enough 
you need the validation from yourself, but you don't hear it enough from other people. Yeah. And the only time I realize that you hear validation and you get validation from other people is when you're not doing good. Yeah. I realize like we will just get right into it with mental health. Yeah. I realize when people commit suicide, it's only after that everyone comes forward with all of these stories and these memories and moments about them and how much they look up to them. Why don't we tell people that when they're alive? Yeah. Why don't we constantly give reassurance? Like I think about it every single day. I'm telling my cats how amazing they are. Amazing. I'm telling them how incredible they are, how much I love them. Yeah. They're doing amazing. They are unemployed. Do they have jobs? No. No. Are they paying rent? No. (laughs) Is their food expensive? Yes. (laughs) But every single day I'm telling them how cute they are, how amazing they are, how great they're doing. And I'm like, why don't we do that for each other? Why is it that you tell your friends you're no, 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 you're actually doing great when they're having a mental breakdown, when they're at their lowest. I'm not saying that everything is good and fine, but I feel like people are really selfish. They want to see you do good, but never better than them. I think that's like a big thing. And they, they don't celebrate your wins and you really need to look at And they don't realize do how big of a win it is. Like sometimes I told yeah. my mom, sometimes the, the biggest part of my day is getting out of bed. Yeah. Like it's that, hard. that is my win of the day well, is getting out of bed. And for me, like, she was always like, I don't know why you always shower at night. And I'm like, I literally have to pull myself out of depression because at the end of the day, no one is going to do it for me. Yeah. No one is going to hold your hand. No one is going to clap for you. And yeah. it's great to say clap for yourself but sometimes you just don't mentally like you don't have it exactly you don't have it in you to clap for yourself 100 i think that's why i'm a huge huge fucking advocate for community i am so grateful to a, like i'm such an introvert so like making friends is not easy for me like i show up online but like i can't i'm not good at following up with people and like you know leaving my house and um having those friends that celebrate your wins like that you can reach out to when you're feeling shitty. Like those are the people you need to continue to have in your life. Like I've cut out people who diminish my wins or really shit on my losses. But then I have friends now who are like, I'm so proud of you for this. Or, Oh my God, like, do you realize you're killing it with this? And it takes a while for me to accept the compliment, but I think I've personally worked and like built and found a good enough community that it's like, The more I hear it, the more I'm like, you know what? I can validate myself. Like, I'm proud of myself. What's interesting is I keep seeing all these TikTok videos about people asking for too much from friends. And I'm like, I just think some people are just shitty people. Let's call it what it is. Mm -hmm. Some people are just shitty people. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, I was telling one of my friends this. I've always been told I'm too much. You're asking for too much. Like, I can't always hang out. Mind you, this is maybe like a once a month thing. And I'm like, you're not asking too much. You're just asking the wrong person. This person is never going to show up for you the way that you need to. They show up the way they want to, and you are supposed to accept it. Yeah. You are supposed to be okay with them. It's not even the bare minimum. There's no bar. There's no minimum. There's just nothing here. And when it makes you unhappy and you express it, somehow it's not okay. Like when you're going through it, and I feel like that sometimes with content creator and influencer culture, you say that you're really struggling and people are like, be grateful why aren't you grateful you are so ungrateful and there's no one saying that you're not grateful but you're also saying that sometimes you don't feel your best and And someone said to me recently like comparisons is thief of joy and I'm like I don't think until you're in it you really understand 
how much brands and people pit each other against each other. Yeah. There's always a favorite child. There's yeah. always someone who's It's a numbers you game. should you should try to be you should try to be like them. Like I had a brand tell me, "Oh, your content isn't aesthetic enough." And like we only send PR to people who have aesthetic content. I hate that because why the fuck do brands <laughs> want to see carbon copies of the same type of content? Like I get it, but I don't fuck with it. Like as a consumer, and I want to see that is real. my biggest issue right now. And the more that we're like chatting about this, yeah. the more I'm realizing I am trying to be something I'm not. I need to be me. One hundred percent. I am not aesthetic. I am chaotic. And that's, I that's my whole fucking brand. And it's literally you came into my house and I was like, I'm so sorry that there's a million piles of clothes on the floor. Let's ignore it. And like, it's like I, that's, I'm not I have moments not. where I am a very type A person. Yeah, me too, for sure. The the Virgo Libra Virgo. Yeah, very Virgo vibes. I'm I, a I'm a Virgo moon, so like it's I in there. I I can't help myself, but I want I feel like it's, I'm not good enough. Like I don't appreciate my bathroom and shower because I'm like it's not it's not like a, a downtown Toronto girly. But like it's not. Yeah. I don't have the view. But ninety percent of people. They're faking, they're, fa- they're faking a life that they actually don't have. Exactly. Like, I'd rather be way more relatable than fake a life and, like, build a whole brand and have the pressure of brands paying me to, like, be that type of person and post content that I just, like, cannot keep up with. Like, that, I'd rather them be like, oh, I love that you're a chaotic mess. And I'm like, great. I can naturally create content for you. It's going to feel authentic. It's going to, like, come off to everyone naturally because I'm a chaotic person. Like, <laughs> Of course. I'm going to stop my thing really quick. There's always some technical difficulties. One thing about me is it's going to drop. It's going to drop. Okay, we're going to take a brief pause. But the editing, y'all will not know because I'm, I'm good like that. Do views really matter? This is a hot topic and a hot take. Do views matter? Because some people say they don't, and some people say just keep posting. You got a hundred views. That's a hundred people. Yeah. But yeah. What are your thoughts? I think it depends. Do views matter to who? And so I think that's a really important question. Do views matter to your followers? No. I think there's this like saying where it's like, if 10 people show up to your dinner party, but you invited 50, are you going to be like, oh my gosh, like 40 people didn't come? Or are you going to be like hosting and entertaining the 10 guests that did come? And that like resonated with me because I'm like, I should be fucking grateful that the 10 guests came or that the 100 views came versus... (laughs) Versus like the people that didn't show up. I think... For your own mental health, views are not important. Like, and I know it's annoying to say keep posting, but if I have a video do like a couple thousand views, I'm like, okay, that's so shitty. But like, I know that a couple thousand people saw it, and I'm happy that I should. I think up the on hard thing is, I know for a lot of my friends, is you're used to your views and your videos getting like a hundred k maybe, and <laughs> sometimes you're lucky if you get two hundred. Yeah, it's tough. Well, I think. To brands, it doesn't always matter. Like, I'm saying that definitely. Like, I'm definitely sugarcoating it a little more. Like, obviously, point blank, it matters. Like, they're going to look at it and they're going to be like, hmm, 
no. And because it's so oversaturated, they're just going to be like, okay, moving on to the next. Mm -hmm. But I think that for your own consistency, like if you just keep posting the same type of consistent content and you're showing up for your followers and then the new people and they keep seeing it, like, and that's just, it's okay. Like, I don't think it's bad inherently that your views are flopping or that anyone's views specifically are flopping for a period of time because you're still creating content. And if it's what you love doing, then like, why would you stop? Like, I'm a big, like I've gone through periods of time where my views were so bad and especially during Christmas, like even now, I bet it might, I know I'm not trying to manifest it, but like this time of year is so saturated and it's so hard to like, pop off because everyone's posting right now. It's Christmas, it's holidays, there's Black Friday sales, like so many things going on and the views suck. And I remember last year they sucked for me and I was like, you know what? It's okay. Like, why do I care that much? Like detach from these numbers. Like if you're happy and you're proud of the content you posted. I think it's tricky because like you spend some time. Oh, time. Like you have an yeah. idea and you have, you want to execute it. You execute the idea. You think like, great this aligns this is gonna pop off 100 and then it gets 300 views and you're like (laughs) that is it's tough it's a shot in the heart it's kind of like when you do an essay you know it this is probably one of the best essays you have ever written you get it back and it's like a 40 yeah it's a it's a fucking it hurts like i've spent like an hour two hours editing a video where i'm like i know this is gonna pop off i followed the formula i always follow blah 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 like i'm very analytical like that with my videos and it won't do well. And I'll be like, okay, that's okay. Like, I'm happy the people that saw it, saw it. And I'm going to move on to the next. So do views matter? As long as it doesn't matter to you, then I don't think it should matter at all. What happens when you feel like you're stuck in that sinkhole of you are now equating your worth to views and you've had so many brands keep telling you your views aren't there, all of this, what is your suggestion? What is your advice for getting out of it? Yes. As someone who has like pulled myself out of it specifically, my advice is um, from a marketing perspective, which is my background is switch up, switch it up, switch up your, switch up where you're filming, how you're filming, your intros, your hooks, your outros, your series titles, the font you're using on screen, the placement of the font on screen. Like that is what I do all the time. I'll like AB test a video with less enthusiasm versus more, a hook that um, directly talks to my audience versus a hook about how I'm feeling for like a day in the life vlog or something. And that's what I find really helps me is testing different things and seeing what resonates with um, my followers and what drives the most engagement what is your caption like sometimes is it like leading into what the video is about or is it completely different stuff like that is just test things out test different lightings different backgrounds like just so much testing i think that's all marketing is is testing different ads and stuff so if you apply that to the creator space like i'm constantly testing out different content that still feels like me it has my brand voice it has like my chaotic vibes but like i'll do it differently and i'll see which one's better and I'll learn from the data. Like you can't just like try things and hope it sticks. Like learn from all the analytics that you get and like the feedback you get from comments and friends and see what works. That's like a big marketing girly thing that I would do. <laughs> I think that's honestly solid advice. Yeah. And 
Good. I get, I charge for that normally, so everyone's gonna get it for free. Um. I'm gonna quickly grab that. This is a big one, and while you're getting your phone, you can think about it. How do you separate being a content creator from everyday normal life? Well, these are such good questions. Fuck, I love these. Um, I'm not an expert in this. I struggle a lot with it, especially I feel like when you're a lifestyle creator where anything and everything can be recorded, like going out to dinner, um, doing your workout, brushing your fucking teeth. Sometimes I'll film that because I'm like, oh, maybe I'll need that for later. Going on a date, like knowing those boundaries. I think you have to just set boundaries for yourself. And really, I think the biggest part of the mental health aspect of being a creator is being self-aware in every aspect, in your in your own validation, in your own, in your own content, but also in your own boundaries and like being like, okay, I'm really burnt out today. Like I don't want to film anymore. And I don't think I need to film anymore. Like all my obligations are dealt with. So I think like I'm done, like I'm done for the day. All of this is reminding me of those videos I've seen of like gentle parenting with <laughs> kindergartners and they're like, if your kid doesn't want to do something today, they don't, they don't need to do it. Yeah. And like, imagine being that kind to yourself. Like, you But you know what it is? It, we live in a capitalistic society where if you're not working, you're being lazy. If you're not, if you're not always moving and you're not always on the go, then you're not working hard enough. Yeah. And I hate that. There's yeah. no work-life balance. Especially in Toronto. Oh. <laughs> and especially in the content space in Toronto. Like, it's just double you, whammy. Like You are working to live, and you're not just living and happen to be working. 100%. I think, I, I mean, I work four jobs. I'm, like, constantly talking about it online. I'm constantly on the go. And I think it's ingrained in me, and I'm learning to unwork it and unravel it because... I know what I deserve and I deserve rest. Like I deserve, of course I deserve success and of course I deserve this and that, but like I also deserve rest and rest is better content. Like I think that's a big one. To answer the question <laughs> of separating life and work, the more you rest, the better your content is. It's not necessarily always um, quantity over quality. And I think, I think that was like how we first met as I was like telling you like, you know, like do this and do this and, you know, do a voiceover because it's less like work of like constantly replaying and recording and, you know, doing stuff. It's like do things that feel better for you mentally so that your content is just better. And I think I've put those practices into place myself um, that help my content succeed because I'm like, okay, I'm only posting three times a week. I can't post five or six like some people do, but like they're going to be good fucking quality videos that take me time to edit because... I'm resting and I'm reusing old clips. Like there's lots of different ways that you can kind of put those boundaries into place. I think that is honestly solid advice. And I hope everyone listens to this episode and takes everything from it. And I'm going to share it with everyone. I'm going to be that person because it's my podcast and I can be annoying Sorry. if I want to, Me but too. I think we all needed to hear this and we all needed to have this conversation mm -hmm. there's not enough actual transparency with how we're feeling and how we're okay. checking in yeah 
we need to check in on ourselves, but we also need to check in on other people because if I'm feeling this way and you felt this way, how many hundreds of other people are feeling this way? Exactly. I hate that. And that's why I feel it's so important to show up authentically. If you're sharing something, share it authentically because it's like, it's going to resonate with at least one fucking person. Like if I'm feeling down, like I'm not writing a whole essay on my story of why I'm down, but I'll be like, damn, feeling really discouraged today. Like this happened and like- You just always write in that essay. Which we love. We love a good essay moment. That's my brand. Right? It's like, it's honest. It connects with people. Like people- And you know what? I think that is the thing that I will say in that is for anyone that's starting, I'm going to leave you off with this take. Don't try to be someone else that you're not. And also don't listen to those people who tell you brands aren't going to like this. Babes, who cares? At the end of the day, there are going to be 20,000 other brands who do like that. Exactly. This is who you are. 100%. I understand, though, it's it's easier said than done because you're hearing it from people who work for this PR brand. But that's their opinion. Yeah. And as my best friend likes to say, opinions are like assholes. Everyone, Everyone has one. Exactly. Okay? Everyone has an opinion on what you should or shouldn't do. But I feel like if you like what you're doing, yeah. that is the only opinion really should that oh, should okay. weigh heavily and that should matter in the grand scheme of it all. Literally preach times a thousand. Like, so I need to repeat that to myself. Yeah, because, we're gonna replay this for yeah, yourself. Yeah, for, for for the Delulu, for exactly. the Delulu, for the plot, for for all of it, we just have to remind ourselves of that and also yes. surround yourself. I think too, with being a content creator, you are in an office by yourself. You feel sometimes yeah. that you're in this big, you know, high rise, you know, corporate space, but you are in a cubicle by yourself. Easily. You're so isolated. And you sometimes, and this is now what I'm realizing, I need more people who are content creator to as friends. Yes. So I have that balance of I'm not just in my head. I have someone else's opinion and someone else's help because like you can't pour from an empty cup, but it's not that my cup is empty. I'm just not able to see my cup. My cup is behind a wall that I don't have anywhere to see. I don't know if it's full. I don't know if it's yeah. empty. I don't know. Is if it it's... broken? What's happening? Like... Yeah. Is it overspilling? Is there a crack in it? Exactly. And not enough ha- of us have that. And it's finding those people. And I'm very quick to write it off as, okay, well, it didn't work with one content creator friend. So like, I'm done. I'm I pack it up, wrap yeah. it up, wrap it wrap up. It up. I, I'm the opposite. Like I, I haven't been burned yet. Like I'm super new to the space. Like, and I am grateful that I have made and selected friends who truly lift me up and there's a community of us that just make each other feel so good give each other so many tips tricks opportunities like and it it the what it does to your mental health and your imposter syndrome it is amazing like you feel so confident so secure so grateful um so look for community if i feel like i've been in this space for eight years like that's tough yeah that's insane (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's, it's difficult. And I feel like I've been, I've been on both ends of it and I see both sides of it, but I also want to find, it sounds dumb, but like the older you get in your twenties, you realize it's hard to make genuine friendships. 
you don't, I don't want a surface level friendship and I don't want that kind of for content. I don't always want to film content. And I tell my mom this all the time. I don't always want to be on. I don't always want to be like, you don't get to enjoy and savor moments because you are so in it. Like gotta film it, gotta film for the vlog, for, for this. Like you don't actually get to enjoy and be in the moment of things because you're always working. You're always on your phone. You're always like, you don't get to actually rest and have a time out but then if you do rest you start to feel guilty you're like oh, I should have been I should be working I should yeah. be answering emails I should be doing this and it's like no no, no. like yeah. you you have to rest just like be present like whatever you feeling in the moment do it but like don't look back and be like oh fuck I should have filmed or I should have rested it's like okay it's past like w- there's nothing we can do about it now like we're moving on like it's three hours past now we're just enjoying whatever you I do think sometimes that's why i just don't mind scrolling on tiktok i'm like you know what i you just i'm decompressing 100%. i need to decompress like i've had a long day it is stressful i just want to scroll on tiktok and laugh about and oh, yeah. giggle about dumb things and see people dressing up their cats and halloween costumes yeah and all of this kind of stuff oh my gosh know, you're so oh cute. my goodness <laughs> you guys cute. can't even see it but her cat is just in a sunbeam soaking up the soaking up the vibes totally stretched out like she's so big cute. stretch I'm trying to be like that. Unemployed. (laughs) Unemployed in a sunbeam. Just, (laughs) yeah. I'm going to be a snowbird. We're going to put this here. And you know what? We're going to put it here right now. So in a year's time, we're going to have to come back to this. Hopefully, you're going to be in a house. I already know that. You'll be in your house and we'll be in some fancy little studio space being like, remember that time that we were in your condo and we were laughing and giggling? So we're we're not even going to set a goal time. We're just... A year's time, maybe. Two years, whatever. Yeah. What? Where is it you want to be? I know for me, debt-free. Slay. I want to be debt-free. I want to not feel guilty. And I'm trying to be a snowbird. Yeah, okay? 100%. I know. We're toy people in California yes. or yes. Florida. I want to have a house in Barbados. I want yeah. my house there. Actually, I want a house in Cayman, but... I can't afford me yet. <laughs> I, I, I ain't got money to afford the place where I was born. Um, but Barbados, I, I can that. afford. So <laughs> I want a house there. I want to be able to be like, you know what? Seasonal depression is depressing me. Yeah. And I'm going to leave and I'm going to go to my house there. And there's going to be air conditioning because oh. I'm not sweating. Okay. This yeah. coochie, this fat coochie, mm-mm, she's it's not, not sweating. sweating. No, we're going to be air conditioned. We're going to be freezing. It's going to be cold. Actually. She's going to shrink. Yes. <laughs> Skin going to be dry, crusty, yeah. all of that. But you know what? I'm going to be there. It's going to be sunny. Yeah. And I'm going to be, I just want to be happy. Like, I feel like the goals that I have for myself, I just want to be happy. I want to look at myself and feel good about me. Yeah. Look in the mirror, put on an outfit and not be like, oh, does my belly, who cares? Okay. Who cares? Do you feel good in the outfit? Do you like, do you like you as a person? Yeah. That's where I want to be in a year's time. I want to be able to be like, you know what, Nika, you, you have come into yourself. Yes. I want that for you. I know your worth and continually add tax and maybe a interest fee as well. Exactly. No, 100%. I think that is amazing that you know what you want and you're manifesting it. And it's like, sometimes the the goal's a little, as long as she's there and you think about her every once in a while, like it's still there. And I feel like realistic goals. I think that is the goal. Yeah. Realistic goals with no set timeline as a perfectionist and anyone else who's a perfectionist Mm -hmm. do not set a date because we set a date and you don't get there. And that is how then you get in that toxic cycle of burnout constantly. So I just want to be at a place where I'm happy with myself and I'm figuring out who I am and that is that's what helps me sleep at night i love that i'm so excited for you 
Slaying. You are slaying. Doobie delulooing. No, we're manifesting. It's the truth. It's not even delusion. It's what's going to happen. It's delusional. Okay, that's fair. I support that. Then to get there. What about you? Where's, Um, Where's your vibe at? I don't hate a question more than this question because as much of a type A as I am, this all happened so fast and things are changing so fast that I don't even know what I'm doing next month. Like, I don't know where I'm going to be, blah, blah, blah. Like, um, so if I really had to think about it, like a year's time, um, oh my gosh, like that's so, that makes me so nervous. I would, <laughs> I would want to be, I would want to let go of enough scarcity mindset to be a full-time creator and, and be, have built a community of people that I can meet in person all the time and we can connect and hear each other's stories. And that's, that's what my whole content is online was originally with the breakup. I was listening to people's stories and their healing journeys. And then when I went on to like living alone, I was hearing, you know, people's stories of that. And now finance, I'm like constantly hearing people's stories and I'm like resonating with so much and we're connecting and I I want to get there sooner than you think. You're such a queen. I it's I I know the only I don't person think holding you, back. Yeah. I don't think you see where I see you from. And this is what I said about validation sometimes <laughs> and reassurance is that you need to hear it from other people. You're I so feel sweet. like you're gonna get there before summer, like maybe oh even God. springtime. You're gonna be at that place. I think that see that scares me. I don't know if it excites me. And I think that's what I need to work on is letting go of that fear and that scarcity, because like I think I feel like I'm not worthy of that and that I don't have enough this or enough that and that there's not enough interest and it's well bestie like, I'm gonna let you know right now <laughs> you're you so know sweet. what failure feels like so it's time yeah. for you to feel what success feels like no that's true I yeah I deserve it like I know I know that I'm working towards it so I appreciate that we'll, we'll when see it where happens, it goes we'll circle back and I We're can sit here, here and I'll be like we're gonna be on this couch wherever the fuck this couch is not the crusty couch. Not the crusty couch. <laughs> I will be like, I told you so, and I would like, um, yeah. Oh my goodness. The, the, the next podcast about to be lit. The next episode, yeah. it's about to be lit because the text message I just got. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna dive into it. So as always, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify. And we have an Instagram as well, Beyond Sheet Faced. Put on your face mask. Yes. Wash your body. Clean your punani, as I like to say. Talk your shit. Do your thing, girl. Or guy. Or whoever. Do your thing, person. Because person is not offensive. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And I will put Bridget's all of her socials. Give her a follow, a like, a comment. All the things. Hype her up. Yes. Tell her the the potty sent you, as we refer to this ass. You're listening to Beyond Sheep Face podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Beyond Sheep Face. You can find my beauty, lifestyle, skincare, Instagram, and TikTok at Beauty with Bodden. Thanks so much for listening. Can't wait for the next episode to drop.